Do you worry and obsess about how you look over something in your appearance that bugs you, but yet to others is minor or not even noticed? Does it bother you so much that you can't stop thinking about it? Maybe you feel so anxious about it that you even avoid social situations. Coming up, bariatric psychologist Dr. Connie joins me to explain the difference between a distorted body image and body dysmorphic disorder. Don't go anywhere. You don't want to miss this. Did you know that ProCare has a multivitamin soft chew that comes in three delicious fruit flavors? With flexible dosing, you can accommodate your whole family's vitamin needs, and it even includes iron. Paired with calcium chews and our protein powder, visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN10 to save 10%. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 146. Tired the hype and confusion when it comes to nutrition? especially bariatric nutrition, it's enough to make you say, forget about it. I don't know what to do. Well, I do. I know what to do. It matters where you get your nutrition information. When it comes to bariatric surgery, nutrition is specific. So let's cut through the hype and get to the accurate nutrition information you need to know now. I created Bariatric Surgery Success just for you. You're in the right place, and I'm glad you're listening. Oh, and by the way, I just posted a new protein freebie with 10 tips that work every day. You can grab it from my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. Just scroll to the bottom of the homepage and you'll see it. Joining me in the studio is Atlanta-based psychologist, Dr. Connie Stapleton. If you're a longtime listener, you know that Connie doesn't hold back. She gets right to the core of the issues we discuss. She's always sharing practical ways for you to improve your relationships with food, with other people, but most importantly, that relationship with yourself. Today, she's getting to the core of distorted body image. You can find links to Dr. Connie's website, as well as her podcast called Barry Aftercare in the show notes. Hello, Dr. Connie. Hello, Dr. Susan. Always so good to be with you. Oh, I love all the topics we dig into, and so does everybody else in the Facebook group. (laughs) Well, you know, this distorted body image and body dysmorphic disorder, the difference between them can be confusing. When, When I think of distorted body image, I think of a negative body image or an an unrealistic view of yourself, while body dysmorphic disorder is more of an obsessive disorder. But we hear people talk about having body dysmorphic disorder, and we see this a lot online. After bariatric surgery, as they lose weight quickly, and then they no longer recognize the person they see in the mirror. But this is not an accurate description of what body dysmorphic disorder, or BDD, as you'll hear it called, really is, is it? That seems more to me like we're talking about distorted body image. So explain more about BDD. Woman, I'm with you 100%. Body dysmorphic disorder, or BDD, is absolutely not what the majority, probably any of the people who've had weight loss surgery and are losing a lot of weight really have. Body dysmorphic disorder is not 
not recognizing your body. That is not what it is. And in the community and even in the medical profession, people are saying to bariatric patients, well, it looks like you're, you know, struggling with body dysmorphic disorder. No, 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 no. So let's define what it is. Body dysmorphic disorder is really a much more pathological. There's a lot more illness surrounding it. It's a serious mental health condition with potentially severe consequences. And what it is, is people have a really disruptive obsession, like not just like, oh, look it, I can't recognize myself in the mirror. No, we're talking up to eight hours a day, three to eight hours a day, focusing on a body part that intrudes on almost every waking moment. But the thing is, it's probably not a real issue, right? For most people, it's an imagined physical flaw. So for example, they might have a mole or they might have a freckle and they think the whole world is as obsessed with this mole as they are and people don't really notice it. So only 1% of the population, men and women, really truly have body dysmorphic disorder. Yeah, that's a very, very low percentage, one yes. percentage. So it's not typically BDD that we're, say, that we're seeing, no, as you just no, said. No, no, no. Absolutely you know, not. I want to focus on the words that you said. They just caught me just like this a minute ago. Imagined defects or an imagined that other people don't even notice what you're thinking about, really, what you're totally obsessing about. It's a big, big difference, as you said. We're not just looking in the mirror and going, oh, that looks terrible today. We're talking three to eight plus hours a day obsessing over one something that no one else sees. So this imagined defect is specific to BDD, right? Absolutely. It's like maybe you think your nose has a bump in it, And you may actually have a very slight bump in your nose, but you think it's like Mount Everest. And you think everybody who looks at you, that's all they can see. And you are so obsessed with this that you will do all kinds of things, including surgeries. And But nothing really helps because it's a mental issue. It's a a psychological obsession. And other people don't notice it, but you, it runs your life. You're afraid to go places. You start to isolate maybe, or if you do get yourself to places, you're sure that that's all anybody can notice the size of your ears or the mole or the Interesting. nose. And yeah, and how you said it truly starts to run your life. So being a psychological disorder, what are the main causes? What's behind this BDD? Well, there can be a number of things and it's hard to tease it out, right? But a lot of times there might be a family history or some similar mental disorder like obsessive compulsive disorder, perhaps. There might be some abnormal levels of different brain chemicals, could be some personality type and life experiences. And here's the deal. The cause is often thought to be a combination of of all of these things, maybe some biological, some psychological, your environment, maybe you were bullied or teased or, you know, picked on. And this increases your overall sense of inadequacy. Maybe you're afraid of ridicule, but it gets focused again on this, this unreal, this thing that doesn't even exist or may be slightly true, but you become obsessed on this one specific area. Absolutely not the same as 
I don't recognize the size or shape of my body after losing a significant yeah. amount of weight. And we're going to talk more about that coming up in just a few minutes. So hearing these main causes that you've just shared, are there warning signs? Are there mm-hmm. things that might go off if we allow them in our head that right. might say, hmm, this is more than just a distorted body image here. There's, there's something else that I might need to take a look at. What would be some of those warning signs? Well, this is a list that was com- compiled by the Mayo Clinic. And it's, again, that obsessive, not just uh, it kind of bothers me, but obsessive preoccupation with this perceived flaw in appearance that other people really don't even see. And this belief, like, you can't make me think differently because I believe that this perceived defect really makes me ugly or deformed and belief that other people are mocking your appearance obsession, 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 and engaging in behaviors aimed at fixing this perceived flaw, right? It might be constantly checking the mirror, constantly grooming, picking your skin, and going so far as to have one surgery after another. Seeing a lot of different mental health professionals about this issue, constantly comparing with others, seeking affirmation or or consolation. You might tend to socially isolate, have other issues like depression or anxiety, looking for reassurance, being perfectionistic. I was going to ask you that one. So I'll jump in there because I wondered how much being a perfectionist plays into this because that plays into a lot of things that you start to see issues with. It does. And I would say it probably pays a great deal into this. But again, like you said, perfectionism plays into all or nothing thinking with dieting. Perfectionism plays yes. into, you know, perceived failure. So perfectionism is an issue that really makes most everything more difficult in life. Yeah, I was thinking about you saying that this is only in about 1% of the population. So mm-hmm. that's a very, very low percentage. Mm-hmm. So do you actually see this much in your practice? The truth is I've never seen anybody. In 30 years of being a therapist, I've never seen anybody with body dysmorphic disorder. But I bet you've seen enough body image to make up for it, not body image oh disorder. <laughs> I'd say, you know, whereas, yeah, 1% of the population has body dysmorphic disorder, probably 98% has negative body image or body image distortion issues for sure. So I'm thinking about the one that you hear about in men, and if you've ever run into it, called uh, muscle dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. Can you say what that is or have you even seen it? Well, I've not really seen it. I do know a person or I've heard of a person who who has it, but this is more common in men and they have a preoccupation with bodybuilding because they think they're not muscular enough. It's called muscle dysmorphia. And this is almost exclusively in males, but I do think like this guy that I've heard of, and he's a radio host and he talks about, you know, he, he's very short in stature. And so he admits, I am focused on my muscles because I thought it was the one thing I could do to be attractive to women, but it's kind of morphed into this preoccupation. Wow. Well, back in a moment, and now we're going to get into the differences between body image disorder and BDD. Don't go anywhere. Bariatric surgery success is thrilled to partner with New Hope Girls, women empowering women. They offer a discount to our community. Code 
Transform to save 15% and celebrate our shared commitment to transformation. Shop their beautiful bags at newhopegirls.com. At the beginning of our chat, I mentioned that people lose weight quickly after weight loss surgery, and then they often struggle to recognize their smaller body as their own. They're looking in the mirror and going, who is that? That's not me. Well, this is not a body dysmorphic disorder. What do you call it? I know what I call it. I call it what you're calling it, which is distorted body image. It's like, I just don't see that person. I see myself as the heavy person that I was for so many years. And now I, sorry, my dog's barking. And now I see this smaller person and it's hard for me to recognize that person. So how do you describe the differences then between BDD and distorted body image? Because I really believe, like you said, this, this is what upon first glance people think it's something else. And they, and you hear this talked about or posted on the internet. And I want to go, no, 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 no. This is not BDD. This is just, just, and it's not just, but distorted body image. So. Yeah. Talk about the the differences. Yeah. Well, they can appear to be the same, you know, if one isn't really uh, familiar with these specific criteria. But the biggest difference is that body dysmorphia is really a mental disorder. It's a mental health thing. Negative body image are thoughts and feelings. So we can work on those. And you can work on the mental health issue too, but it takes longer. It is more difficult. You need absolutely somebody who's experienced in treating this. So, you know, negative body image is driven by society, by our culture. Says you got to have this, this kind of figure. It's the beauty standards. But, you know, with body dysmorphic disorder, it's not just, I don't look good. I don't feel good. I don't like how my body is. With body dysmorphia, it's a specific fixated issue not an overall kind of thing. And we're looking at a big difference in numbers. I just want to remind you this 90% plus that are dealing with body image disorders versus Mm -hmm. the 1% with BDD. So based on that, as you were just starting to allude to, treatment does vary between the two. What type of help should you seek for uh, either one or the differences in the type of help you could seek? Right. Well, cognitive behavior therapy is going to work in treating both. But if you have body dysmorphic disorder, you may need some specific medications, especially if there's a, you know, co-occurrence of OCD or depression or anxiety. But to deal with, I don't like how I look or I don't recognize myself in the mirror, it's a thought process. So it's a cognitive behavior issue. So cognitive behavior talk therapy. Okay. So thinking as our listeners are going, okay, that's probably me. I I just know that my body image is a little distorted. I'm having trouble accepting the new me, which uh, hopefully with time we work through, right? And we start to see that this is the new us. We've earned it. We've worked on it. uh, It's celebrated. Mm -hmm. What important message do you want to leave us with today? Yeah, if you're struggling with negative body image, know that you're pretty normal. It's pretty, (laughs) it's very common. And you can get help with that by seeing pretty much any therapist. If you believe that you have body dysmorphic disorder, like you're completely obsessed with some minor flaw, see a a trained 
therapist who specializes in body dysmorphic disorder and or a psychiatrist. I don't think many primary care doctors are that well-versed in this. So you need to see a mental health practitioner. And it's a process, right? For both. For for both, it's a process. Absolutely. This is not going to go away overnight in either case. It's pretty much a lifelong issue. But it's a a good issue to have, I think, as we go through surgery with the distorted body image, because you can, and it will happen. The more you talk it out, the more you see, this is the new me. I wear a new size clothing. I look good. I'm going to rock my change. I've worked for this. I agree. Celebrate that. And you will, like, once you learn to overcome and get rid of the negative thinking, the stinking thinking, you can just really learn to embrace this new you and celebrate it and live your life to the fullest, for sure. You have earned it. it. Thank you so much, Dr. Connie. I appreciate your willingness, your time to look at deep issues that are hard to bring out and help us to clarify the difference between them and then make those right decisions when it comes to what's right for me? What kind of help do I need? This information is so helpful. Thank you. You are welcome. And thank you too, because we share a passion in helping people feel happier and live better. So remember, go back. And if you're struggling, ask yourself and look at the warning signs that Dr. Connie talked about, because most of the time, it's not going to be BDD. It's going to be the changes of body image from your surgery. As Connie was saying, 90 plus percent of the cases take time. You are worth it. No matter what, all this positive change, you are worth it. Celebrate. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.